0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain. Day, what day are we on quarantine? Oh. Makes me a lockdown like for what, like, like 30-something I was about days? I say,
1: 20, 30-something.
0: Anyway, we're back. Another episode in person and remote with the highly unapologetic podcast, my brother Adam. Special guesting in, because Jeff had to celebrate his wife's birthday today, apparently. Boo. Aw, man.
2: It's a shame. I was looking forward to him being here.
0: We'll have you back on next time he ever comes back on.
2: I'll put my Eagles jacket on just
0: for him. (laughs) That's weird, because he's a Steeler fan, which, like, they're almost brother cities. Is there a rivalry between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia?
2: Not really. We hate Dallas, New York, and Washington. That's about it.
0: Easy. Yeah. I think Jeff's just a hater, man. I think so. (laughs) Anyway, it's cold here. We've been in the house the entire time. Dude, I was standing in line the other day at Home Depot. Like, literally, just I had to stand in line. And when someone came out the door, they let someone else in, which I'm not digging. Yeah,
1: the pickup services have gotten kind of annoying. Because I know at Academy, if you order something from Academy, you have to go and you have to wait outside. And they have little X's along the sidewalk that are six feet apart. And they might have actually done away with that. And it might just be they bring it out to your car.
0: Which I'm kind of cool with that. If you can buy something online and just walk up and have it put in your car like with dry cleaners, then like are dry cleaning, then I'm I'm for that. It's just I think we're I mean I said it before, I think we're taking it a bit overboard. I think the models have dropped again. So now the death rate's supposedly a lot lower. Yeah. The the real mortality rates in the point three point three something percent which is a tenth of what they expected and i mean i'll say this when it comes to models and i'm I, i can call myself an expert because modeling and forecasting is what i do for a living as a profession so I know a little something about models I've been to symposiums about them I've been to conferences about them webinars and all that models essentially is a a big algorithm that basically uses statistical analysis to predict the future so it's not a a crystal ball that's going to tell you what happened but it uses historical data and assumptions basically to tell you what the most likely outcome is going to be it's used everywhere, it's used in Vegas for sports, it's used in uh, weather, it's used in financial district, airports use it, whatever. And a model basically, the integrative model is contingent upon two things. One, the historical data that you put into it which for this, we don't have any historical data. It's a brand new disease apparently. If you're basing the historical data on China, then you're not getting good good confidence out of that. So there's no historical data, which means everything that they did was based on assumptions. And it sounds like the assumptions have been off because we went from what? What was the original death toll, like 200,000?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was anywhere from 250,000 to as high as, like, into the millions.
0: Right. And now we're at 60,000, which it doesn't even look like it's going to hit that. No, worldwide, we're looking at what it it hadn't even hit it hadn't even hit six figures yet. It's still in the five figure area, which is a far cry from the flu, which does six hundred forty six thousand a year on average. Worldwide. So the point being is, is we're making all these assumptions or making all these decisions to lock things down and to shut things down and to, to stop the stock market and all that based on a model that's proven to be completely worthless as far as analysis goes. So I don't get yeah, it. I think,
2: uh, I think uh, governor Abbott down here uh, is kind of, Along the same line as you are, is thinking because he's talking about opening Texas back up as soon as this week. Yeah, talking about uh, the you know lightening up on the restrictions.
0: By the <laughs> way, Abbott twenty
2: twenty four. Yeah, agreed.
0: You know, who Greg Abbott is no. It's the governor of Texas. Okay. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. University of Texas grad. Probably the best governor I've seen in a long time.
1: There's been a big liberal influx in Texas. It seems like yeah, we're getting
2: a, getting a lot of California into Austin.
1: Yeah, we. Uh, well, that's
0: Austin. To see there are a lot of other Californians moving in. They're moving in to escape the liberal side of California.
1: Yeah, but a lot of them bring that ideology with them, man. Um, whenever we were down in Fort Worth last year, they said that they were bringing in like somewhere between ten and twenty thousand a month. Yeah, that were coming in from California. But that,
0: what I'm telling you is those are those are conservatives leaving. You gotta understand, most of California is conservative. The reason it's a blue state is because they've aligned the districts of. Yeah, you have those hubs. Yeah, in Los Angeles. But yeah. the majority, if you were just to go, majority of the people mainly conservative, and those are the people that are going to Texas, yeah. with the exception of Austin.
1: But are they as as conservative as you are? probably not dude
0: as soon as they go to the gun range they are no guarantee you
1: <laughs> i mean i would hope so but I, I, guarantee d- you. I doubt it
0: i doubt. trust me they are enjoying no state tax they're enjoying the nice clean highway system they are enjoying the the great e- economy no taxes on groceries trust me if they're not on the conservative side they're quickly getting that way yeah because they're not paying 40% on their state income tax. They're not paying, you know, they don't have to buy a clip and then walk out and then walk back in to buy the gun and all that. Someone's telling me that he bought a gun. This guy out in California in Los Angeles, he bought a gun and there's some loophole that you can't buy it with whatever attachment on it. So he literally had to had to buy the buy the gun, walk out, walk back in, make the attachment put on and then walk out that makes sense yeah so
1: yeah no it's 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 definitely dumb their gun laws are are the worst i've ever seen but i don't know i hope i I hope you're right because i hope it's not the other way around where they come in in this huge influx and turn things in the other direction because i've seen some weird things going on on college campuses and stuff with some of the commentators that i keep up with online as far as like liberal stuff going on in Texas colleges.
0: Oh yeah, well that's college. That's I, mean, college. I know,
1: yeah, I know it's college in general. Oil use pretty bad
0: too. I mean, uh, I mean, like I said, it's it's. Well, a lot of it's media. I mean, that's just the bottom line. College kids don't know anything. No. I mean, that's. I mean, it really does take a a, a good hard dose of of life. Uh. To kind of realize where your priority should be yeah speaking of socialism <laughs> you got your check yet
1: yeah got it today it's pretty decent I mean it's just a, a tax advance supposedly so it's not like it's free money
0: should be though yeah possibly I mean technically decent. you're giving me my money back
1: yeah
2: haven't gotten mine but i've read that it's untaxable and not same as josh said it is your your own money coming back but i've also read that untaxable uh it's not really a loan that's going to be paid back in any way which i don't really believe i'm sure it'll be yeah paid back through taxes somehow yeah well it's been funny it's been funny on facebook and twitter today reading about Everybody getting or not getting their uh, their stimulus today?
1: Yeah. What's awesome is the people that don't pay taxes that have gotten theirs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing's more annoying
0: than that.
2: That's an easy target for Josh's troll jobs. What's
0: yeah. That, what's that? People that don't pay taxes. I'll no, speak that. I was just trolling somebody <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. Like there's literally somebody who's, ta- I put a meme up there, like an animated GIF, and they took it literally. Like, that, that person's laughing at Trump. And I'm like, okay, well, that's me laughing at you.
1: Yeah. it's it, it always cracks me up, man, how some people interpret like memes or stuff that you post on there. Yeah. Because I, I posted up a series of memes making fun of cops that post about being a cop too often on Facebook. Right. And, uh, there was people that weren't even cops that got offended by it cause they thought it, I mean, it, to me it wasn't even universal, but
0: that's what I'm saying, man. It's like old people should put Twitter down for real. Yeah. Like stick to Facebook. Twitter's just a little too fast paced for, uh, the older generation.
1: Yeah. I think the way we joke now is a lot more brutal than they probably joked with each other. And they oh, don't, yeah. they don't get it. You know? well they take the, they we, we like we, at work we say pretty heinous stuff about each other I think stuff that would offend people
0: that <laughs> i think we I think our generation because technically we're all technically millennials yeah, our generation assumes sarcasm before anything else
1: yes, you know what I
0: mean yeah, that's what I meant so like and I don't think the older generation can slip into that sarcastic. Mode as quickly as we can. No, and then like you said, they they get too much into the weeds of the details to interpret it. Like it literally is just me laughing at you. That's all that GIF was for. And yeah. you want to go dissect, go dig up the background from where the GIF came from. Which have you done that? Have you looked at some of the memes and where the background came from? Yeah, those are pretty interesting. Yeah, and where those people are. The best one's that dude who's like wearing all the Louis Vuitton stuff. You know what I'm talking about? And they're like, this dude, <laughs> this dude like borrows your car and returns it on e or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That dude's still trying to be a rapper. Dude, I think one of these chords messed up. I don't.
1: I think that. I think that might be on his end. It's like a click. Yeah. I keep hearing it. Nothing else is moving. I don't think.
2: I don't know. Let me. Let me
1: get off
0: my ears. What's that picture in the background there? That fat dude. That one? Yeah.
2: That one? So, I got a buddy <laughs> named Mario, and uh, Mario, I met him playing flag football, and he's a troll just like you, and uh, decent guy, but uh, he's a big Dodgers fan, and uh, that was at the Denver International Airport, I was up there. Uh, we went to. It was for my birthday, and uh, the Dodgers just happened to be in town that weekend. And I invited Mario uh, to go that weekend, and he couldn't. And so I'm sitting at Denver International, waiting to come home, and I see this guy, and it's a fat version of Mario. Looks exactly like him in the face. Has the Dodger gear all on it. So I snapped a picture, and now it hangs in the studio, so <laughs> Mario can see it every time he <laughs> watches us.
0: All right. So okay. So. Like we mentioned earlier, you have your own podcast, highly unapologetic podcast, um, yeah. where you've talked. You've kind of taken the low road as far as the top of dude chain concerned, but we've graciously taken the high <laughs> road and, and moved on. Okay, give us the the evolution because you you were at one time that Mario dude was on the podcast, right? So nah, the, he's the, never
2: been on it. He, he refuses to come on it because I don't let him. I don't let him cuss.
0: So the so the three guys are you, but the two guys that are with you now, which right. if you if you didn't listen, we were on Corey and I were on the podcast a week ago, a week and a half ago. But the two guys that were on with us aren't the originals of the podcast. Now nah,
2: the two originals are uh, Jason, who I work with, and then another guy, right on, who I met, also playing flag uh, like football. And they just had, uh, they had commitment issues, so we had to move along. And then we brought in Steven, who, that's probably who you thought Mario was with the beard. Right. And uh, he got a new job that doesn't allow him to, uh, he works like seven days a week. And so, uh, Wes and Jazz were next up.
0: And that's it. So you're on your third round of people. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, that happens. I think we made fun of Mike way too much in the Austin episode, so he (laughs) failed.
1: That that Joe Exotic ran him off.
0: Yeah, the Joe Exotic coming on.
2: That's what I like about uh, Jazz and Wes is you can you can pick at them and they don't care. They're just they're going to give it back to you. Wes is Wes is. uh, He's smoked himself dumb pretty much. that's that's just how it ends up but i think they're in for the long run which is good because they're both they're both pretty funny guys
0: yeah that dude was hilarious jeff's the same way Uh, jeff you can pick on kind of
2: we threw a little we threw a little barb at him last night when we were recording i put it up on instagram today so hopefully you can see that on jeff yeah
0: oh y'all talk about uh, jeff on the podcast
2: well, he did last night because, you know, on y'all's last, last episode, he said he had better things to do than get on and, and talk with us.
0: Yeah, apparently he has and, better uh, things to do tonight, too. His wife, yeah. well, let me let me rephrase that. His wife has better things to do tonight than well, we allow just, him to get on the we, podcast.
2: We just We just mentioned, you know, we appreciated his honesty about not wanting to come on, but we asked for Justin Geary anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. I remember that. I do like the fact that we have inspired quite a few people to start podcasts.
2: Yeah, you really were the the reason why I got started because uh, I had been, man, we'd been talking about doing a podcast uh, yeah, before before podcast even got popular, like six or seven, eight years ago. It just never really got to it, and then y'all started doing it, and I was like.
1: We We've been do doing it
0: for what September will be three years. Yeah, it?
1: it's been about been about three years.
2: Wednesday is our one year, this coming Wednesday. So yeah,
1: we
2: made it. We made it past a year, so I think we'll keep going.
0: I mean, I think that's the kind of the the key. There are a lot of people who come out with podcasts and then they flutter away. Yeah, was well, I think Rogan was saying like he didn't start really getting traction until, and he dude, he's been doing it for over ten and he didn't start getting traction for three or four years in yeah like uh you just have to build up a following
2: yeah we got about we got about a hundred to 110 listeners every week or downloads i guess uh people who actually started and uh you know the first like three or four months i really cared and i was looking at like i was looking at those numbers like every day seeing if they're going up or whatever and i don't I don't really care. It's just something I enjoy doing with Wes and Jazz, and so we're going to keep going.
0: Yeah, and then then our our sister did one or is doing one because of us, and I'm yeah. sure there are others that we don't know. We're kind of the coach. We're kind of the Bill Belichick coaching tree of podcasts right now. Yeah. Well, Joe Walsh. Okay. We're the Joe Walsh of podcasts. <laughs>
2: Jazz is about to start his own. Uh, I don't know when they're actually going to get started, but that one's going to be pretty funny because the, the three or four guys he's got doing it with him are stupid funny. So.
0: Yeah, Jeff talked about doing one of his own with his hometown guys, yeah. and then recording music.
1: A bunch of Joe Exotic
0: types. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So you know, we had that conversation about the number of number of people in Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, you basically said like one out of every hundred is like a Joe Exotic type. And somebody commented, like, you need to get out of the city because it gets worse the further from the <laughs> metropolitan areas you go. Yeah. But his name was Coach something. And then on another comment on the Joe Exotic episode, somebody said that I had an annoying voice and that I was boring which I'll give you the boring part, but the annoying voice, I can't really, I told that to Jeff last night and he's like, what? You sure it wasn't me? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you're the only one with a deep voice. And I'm like, apparently, apparently, uh, Oh, junior. He was something, something, I forgot his name, but I, I just remember he had a junior in his name. Uh, and I'm, he's like, uh, uh apparently doesn't like testosterone coming yeah. through his ears. 'Cause I I mean personally I think I have the best voice on the podcast. Like a smooth, deep caramel tone.
1: Yeah. If you could just pronounce words right, man, That's you'd be true. a you'd be a threat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd butcher the dictionary. What do I what do I say that just that irks my wife so much? No, I call decorative. Uh, I'm like, we should get some decorative pillows in here. Decorative? (laughs) Yeah. Or
1: monster? What is it, monster? Yeah, I say monster. (laughs) Monster. Monster instead of monster. Yeah.
0: Uh, But, yeah, so I'll I'll mispronounce them. I'll I'll call it decorative. Now, she says grocery, which I thought was weird. Instead of grocery. I'm going to the grocery store. She says grocery.
1: Oh, I think I do that, too. Yeah. Groceries. Like that, I go to the store, the grocery store.
0: Yeah, she says grocery. I'm probably overthinking
1: it now. I probably say groceries.
0: Yeah, you say, most people say groceries. Grocery. And she says grocery. Oh. She doesn't have any of the sh in it. What a weirdo. I'm like, and then she, yeah. Which I think, I don't know, man. I, for some reason, you know, the word that I can pick out in any conversation when someone's talking is the word sandwich. For some reason, like, it just intrigues me how people say that word <laughs> sandwich. How do they say it differently? I it, I don't know. It's not it's sandwich. not really a different. It's just I I notice the small details in in when someone says the word sandwich. Like it's just it's got to be some sort of trigger word, like for
1: sandwich me. versus sandwich.
0: I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Sandwich. It's just like you know sandwich. you hear someone like, "Would you like me to make you a sandwich?" and you're like. It just perks, it's just that word that catches my attention. I could be not be paying attention to the conversation whatsoever and then someone says sandwich and I just hear it. Does that yeah. make sense? It's just just a trigger word, I guess.
1: My, I, yeah, I guess mine's not so much pronunciation. The thing that gets me going is like Coke and pop and soda. Like I can't stand it when people call it pop.
0: Like, yeah, that's, so, that's up north.
1: Yeah, that's the worst thing in the world. The Midwest. It's all it's all coke it, here.
0: Yeah, because it always comes with an accent. I like, want me get you a pop.
1: Yeah, you want a soda pop.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a soda. <laughs> get a pop. Yeah. Gotcha. I had a kid. I had, I had a friend from Minnesota when I was in junior high, and he called it pop.
1: Yeah. No, there's people here that do it. It's just weird.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's coke or I I could see soda. Like soda doesn't bother me. Yeah. And coke coke confuses my daughter. My youngest daughter, because she takes it literally. So she wants a root beer, Dr. Pepper. I'm like, you want me to get you a Coke? And she's like, no, I want root beer. Yeah. And I'm like. Well, I think like, that comes
1: with actually knowing yeah. knowing your audience. So if you know what they drink, you ask them if they want a Coke, and you know what to yeah. get them. Yeah. Versus if, you know, if you go to somebody else's house and you're getting them something, you just say, hey, you know, what do you want to drink? Yeah. And be, they'll say, you know, Coke Sprite, whatever. But it's always weird. I can't stand pop. I don't know what it is about pop. It's like we're not in the, the 40s and the 50s. I think like it's that's a what it
0: is, man. I think it's a, a baby boomer word.
1: Yeah, it's an okay boomer thing.
0: But, <laughs> yeah, they use it a ton up north. You know it's probably a Canadian thing, which is probably why it's so annoying.
1: Yeah, I didn't pay attention to it while I was up there, so I couldn't tell you.
0: Well, let's just ask. What do Canadians call soda? Oh, there's a big, there's a map. That's a great debate.
1: A map of what? Where people say soda and Coke and pop?
0: Yeah. In Canada, no such scruples. It's pop everywhere in Canada. Is it? Yeah. But where's my camera?
1: I'll, uh, you're up. There you go.
0: So pink is, is. uh, Coke? Yeah. Yeah pink is coke uh soda is basically uh the blues and all that and then the yellow is uh is pop
1: oh gross
0: so it's definitely a uh it's got it's definitely a regional thing which yeah. i mean if you look at this like we're probably making more people angry calling it coke <laughs> <laughs> we're the outliers <laughs> yeah cuz we're definitely in the minority there
1: yeah but we have all the guns so we we get it our way.
0: Yeah. By the way, just got blocked by the person I was trolling.
1: Oh. <laughs> Dude, I got into an argument with a bunch of uh threepers. You know what a threeper is? A 3%er? No. Yeah, they're like I've yeah. Heard of them. yeah, I used to think they were just like gun advocates, like big time gun advocates, like your NRA guys and stuff, but apparently I was totally wrong. Like they hate cops, they hate authority, they hate They're they're like a uh, lamer. Yeah, they're kind of like a Antifa esque group, but maybe further leaning to the right. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was fun. I was, I was trolling them. They don't like it when you put Patriot in quotation marks when you're describing them.
0: <laughs> oh really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, they think they're the ultimate Patriots is what they think because they're going to overthrow the government and they don't listen to police and all this stuff. And uh, I can't remember what their asinine argument was that they were trying to make. It was just completely stupid, but, uh, I, I went in on them. And I mean politely to start, just asking. You know, uh, it was a it was an officer involved shooting. This is what always gets him going. Uh It it was an officer involved shooting, and they're like, "Oh, well, they just killed another guy, like an innocent gun owner type thing." Well, it turns out, you know, he's a felon. He's not supposed to have it. He was like beaten up on his girlfriend, and then shot at the cops and died. Right. So you know, once the facts come out, you know, which is ninety percent of cops. Yeah, and I love just taking the article like once they get all the facts and just posting it in the in the thread, and then you know people. And these guys just weren't having it but yeah they uh they're pretty easy targets because they're really stupid like really stupid yeah
0: no that's what I'm saying do the best are sports references like the coronavirus has brought out all the nerds with sports references so one uh um one lady basically goes if this were a football game we just started the first quarter we don't even know how know how this game ends and so I posted that news article where where uh Dr. Fauci or Fossi or whatever his name is, uh, said that the models were overstated and that it's closer to this, if less. And I just put it on there and I'm like, no, actually what this is, is your team needed to stop uh, the other team on fourth down and uh, couldn't. So we're just taking the knee now. And she called, what does that even mean? And I'm like, hold up. You know, so, which is a great sports reference if you understand sports references. Yeah. But anyway, the best though, are the, are the ones who were like the ones who are basically the farthest left leaning people you can imagine. But they, they like, she called herself a progressive conservative, which I'm like is a complete oxymoron. Like it's almost an impossibility. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's probably the dumbest way you could say libertarian.
0: Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is, uh, everyone hates Biden like oh it's like you know so you sit there and you kind of razz them a little bit and they're like oh, I'm not even on Biden's side I'm like who is man like even the even even that side has to admit he's probably the creepiest dude that's ever lived uh, and so that's one but speaking of, of leftists have you watched the new uh, Joe Exotic episode
1: yeah man it was terrible yeah that was a bit huge letdown huge letdown
0: well that's that star is fading quick
1: what the joe exotic story yeah yeah i mean i think what they did i think they probably had to manipulate some of that story to make it look as crazy as it did and when you get each one of these individuals separate and you talk to them it kind of you can tell that the story wasn't totally true like, he, I'm sure they're all crazy to some degree, but they kind of amped it up. To, like, what, what's the point of having a guy in a bathtub? What's the point of having a guy on a wave runner, you know? Oh, yeah.
0: Just, Th- that stuff was definitely embellished, yeah. which was great because it made it yeah. made it worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made, here's it, the thing. It, made, it turned it into a comedy is what but it But here's did. the thing. Those dumb – like, I'm sorry, man. If someone's doing a documentary on the top of the dude chain – and some dude comes in and says all right here's what I'm thinking I'm thinking you in a bathtub and we interview you in the bathtub anyone outside of a stupid hillbilly is saying no really don't think that <laughs> that's the case yeah dude walks in like all right man I'm going to need you to lose the shirt and show the terrible tattoo yeah but
1: that that guy said he he was like I got I got a bunch of tattoos I got to show them off
0: but I'm just saying like <laughs> like You've got to look at it from the standpoint of like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll put you getting your teeth fixed in this. Like, no, yeah. no, you're not, dude.
1: Joe McHale went in on him though. He, oh he yeah. didn't hold back at all. Like yeah. he's pretty much just calling them stupid hillbillies.
0: <laughs> but I, I think, I think what what that did was just expose they they they're some of the most uncharming people in the entire world. Hillbillies, Th- those people that that were on that documentary.
1: Yeah.
0: Like that Jeff Lowe and his his wife, Lauren.
1: Dude, Jeff Lowe looks like he's lost at least 50 bar fights in his life. Oh. Like he looks like the guy <laughs> that would just get knocked out. Like he would talk trash, get knocked out, and then he'd be the one that called, oh, like, the, called the cops wanting like, to press charges. He's that guy.
0: How many Affliction t-shirts do you really own? And
1: he said 70, 60 or yeah. 70.
0: That's one Jeff Lowe was there. Remember Mishka? Yeah, Trigger yeah. Mishka, yeah. he's been on here. I need to get him on. He got accepted to Harvard, by the way. Congrats! Oh wow. Uh, but anyway, he uh, um, he said he said that uh, what's that brand? American Fighter. Yeah, American Fighter. He said, "Dude, that's hands down the only brand." He goes, That's how you find out never, who never guys who've never been in a fight before. Yeah, are the dudes wearing American Fighter yeah. shirts?
1: Well. They're always overweight or super super skinny. Yeah. It's never a fit dude that looks like he just left the gym or like a uh, like a jujitsu gym or anything like that. Yeah. It's like you know that's the that's the softest target you could pick.
0: Yeah, and it so which is weird that that they would. Uh, but yeah, that was. A, I mean, it wasn't that good. Joe McKell was good. There are a couple people that I I think you could consider endearing. Like, yeah, I think the girl who got her her hand bit off. Saf. It's probably the most objective one on there. Yeah, which uh, well, she did a pretty good job on it. The dude with the long hair. Uh, I think it's funny how everyone wants to defend their teeth, though. Yeah, like everyone on that thing wanted. wanted well, what's to funny? Uh, their <laughs>
1: I've never, I've never done meth in my life. Shut up! You haven't done meth. Get well, he's here. like,
0: you're old, and this is coming for all y'all. And I'm like, speak for yourself, man, because I've, I had a dental hygienist actually tell me like. If I keep my gum line healthy, I can keep my teeth forever. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, I got good genetics in the teeth for him. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't, man. It might be all that rotten meat he's been eating.
1: <laughs> those, lunch, those Lunchables <laughs> from the meat truck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> all that expired lobster uh, and everything.
1: Yeah. That's but. nasty.
0: Have you watched it, Adam? I
2: watched the, the first series. I haven't watched the new ones yet. And... uh Wes, Wes pretty much talked me out of it
0: last night. Oh, the new he episode?
2: Said, yeah, he said it wasn't even worth going in unless you want to see the guy making
0: fun of the the cast. Yeah, John McCall did a good job.
1: Yeah, he did, he did as good as he could have done. Yeah. But it's there. I mean, there's really not anything there. They made it sound like maybe there was more, like enough to do an entire like new yeah. episode, and it was just it. There wasn't. It was just a follow up as The movie it was. Like the reunion movie, episode.
0: The movie's gonna flop. I don't know. Is Netflix doing the movie? I don't know, but there is no. I mean, you don't need a movie,
1: you, dude. You could make a. I think it would make a hilarious movie,
0: but well, it, yeah, but you're also the Sharknado fan of the year, so like, that's, yeah, that's your genre.
1: I like bad. Well, I like so I'm a movie snob. Like I like really, really good movies, but you know, I like I enjoy bad movies almost as much right. sometimes.
0: I just don't. I don't see the storyline on it. I just. My point is, if you no, made dude, them, it's
1: it's like Scarface. It's it's a nobody becomes somebody. Be like gets in trouble, goes to jail, or but dies. You, but
0: my point is, is is the documentary did that? Like, I think if the documentary were there, it's probably a decent movie.
1: Well, the documentary starts with him already owning the zoo and everything. If it went way back before that, that's where your movie is.
0: Oh yeah, a prequel type thing. Yeah, like yeah. what
1: you saw in the documentary would be like the second act. Yeah, but that's
0: such a lie too, man. What's that? Because essentially when he the reason he said he got out of police work was because he uh, he was run off the road or high speed chase and lost control and went into a river or something like that and was in a coma for 7 days and you know what i mean oh yeah 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 like it it really is hard to figure out where like the truth and the lie begins yeah with that dude
1: i think you could make a pretty good comedy out of it it'd be like a funnier version of of like scarface i think much smaller scale.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would, uh, you know, yeah, probably a Tropic Thunder type movie. You'd have to have some big names in it.
1: mean I, yeah, I, I almost think you could do it like Joe Dirt, more,
0: more or less. Yeah, but you think McConaughey plays uh uh, Joe Exotic?
1: No. Have you seen David Spade doing Joe Exotic? Yeah, uh. Dude, of it of would be know, David, Spade. David Spade. Really? Yeah. Well, one Joe Dirt is Joe Exotic and uh whenever he actually tries to do the voice like it, it's perfect man like is it? yeah oh, yeah it's really really good but the, i've seen some pretty good memes that have like you know side by sides of like famous people in the in the cast of the documentary so who plays Jeff low uh i think it was um john malkovich is who they had on there
0: really yeah
1: cuz w- w- if you put uh Man, if you put a stupid Oakley hat and a bandana on anybody, they look like that guy.
0: Um. Oh, did y'all see that? That. So, in Tampa Bay. Uh. Is it Nevada Street or Nebraska Street that Carol Baskin says she was walking down when she met her first husband?
1: Oh, I can't remember.
0: Whatever it was is it, it? Was a state? It was no. I think it was Nebraska Street in Tampa Bay. So when she says that I got angry and I went out for a walk on Nebraska Street, anyone who's from Tampa Bay, someone from Tampa Bay created a uh, a meme that essentially has that quote and then has that dog looking out, its, out of its, that picture of the dog who kinda of looking out of its eyes all suspiciously, like skeptical. And then finally someone on Twitter Posted that meme and said for Tampa residents, everyone knows Nebraska Street is the street where all the prostitutes work. So essentially, <laughs> all these things that she's saying, she basically incriminates herself on everything. The sardine oil was hilarious. Like everyone's like, wait, wait, we're just gonna say like, act like she didn't just say put sardine oil on on it. So the basket, and that's kind of who I wish would have come on is the is Carol Baskin and what's his name? Yeah. Because apparently they're they're getting lit up right now.
1: Yeah, apparently, I bet, I bet that they have. Uh, I bet I bet there's tons of money being thrown at some of those people right now for follow-up series or documentaries or the rights to books and stuff like that.
0: Oh yeah, well,
1: I think that I think that's why our possible guest disappeared real quick.
0: Yeah, we actually got him in touch with a dude from Hollywood, an actor. Who, oh yeah, who no, may know. Who who would at least know somebody in the business? Uh, but that that's what I think. I think uh, he's trying to get out ahead of, which is fine. Because yeah,
1: there's. I mean, there, it sounds like there's a story there that they no, missed in definitely. the documentary that would have been good because they they played it off. They played them. They kind of totally overlooked the music. Yeah, like it was like it was his, and well, it obviously was not.
0: Well, you know that Josh Dial dude. Yeah, the one we talked to first off. That's an angry dude, man. That guy's angry.
1: The fat guy. Yeah. The Walmart guy.
0: Yeah, he's a uh, atheistic libertarian. Yeah,
1: well, he's he's an idiot. That's what yeah. he is. He looks like an idiot and talks like an idiot.
0: So anyway, he, he didn't get paid for. He said he didn't get paid for that.
1: I I bet you he didn't. I don't think anybody that worked out there probably got paid. No, I'm talking anything.
0: about for the documentary.
1: Oh, really?
0: Which I I find no. either he's stupid or he's a liar.
1: Yeah, I think everybody got paid at least a little bit. Like you have to get paid.
0: Yeah. Which by the way man, if Netflix is coming at you with anything, go for royalties over everything.
1: Yeah, you should always.
0: That's uh you know the 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 richest actor from the Star Wars is uh the dude who played that golden seat is it C3PO?
1: Yeah, he just died I think this past year. Yeah,
0: but you know he uh he turned down so he took a uh the the minimum which was like it wasn't a lot, like twenty thousand, yeah, to play the part. But he wanted like two and a half percent royalty, yeah. on the movie, and so he ended up being the richest of all of them, yeah, you know, which is smart. Which I mean, if if like I said, man, if you're if you're a Joe Exotic or a Tiger King dude, like you gotta you gotta cash in on that star while it's it's burning right now because it's gonna fizzle out. Cause yeah, I mean they don't have anything to offer. No, outside of that documentary.
1: No. I think that's kind of the, the beginning and the end of the story. Now,
0: if Joe Exotic wins his uh, $94 million lawsuit and uh, President Trump pardons him, then we got some, then, then bring it out.
1: Neither of those things is going to happen, by the way. I'm <laughs> just
0: telling you, though, none of those people is, like, every one of those people talking trash about Joe Exotic need to understand that their bread is buttered by Joe Exotic. You take Joe Exotic from that equation, they're all nobodies. You have nothing. Like he's the straw that stirs the drink in that, in that documentary. Hands down. All right, man. I'm pretty, bored the,
2: I'm pretty bored of the whole show exotic thing. I've been, I've been uh, steering away from it on Netflix.
1: Oh, it's it's definitely it's.
0: It. Have you watched the whole thing? The first yeah, I seven episodes. It okay. is. Okay. Then it, you've seen all you need to yeah, see.
1: Yeah. It's, it's hands down the most entertaining documentary that Netflix has put out. Like, I heard ha-
2: everything I needed to hear. Yeah. When I did y'all's uh, episode 60 episodes ago. So, yeah.
1: The only thing I, I guess that we really didn't catch on to was like the Jeff Lowe part of it with him kind of undermining them and taking the zoo out from underneath them. That was really I the was only part of the story. Cause we, we had the Carol Baskin, we talked about Carol Baskin, yeah. we talked about her. You know, killing her husband. Well, we
0: we mentioned Lowe a little bit and we we didn't know his name. Called yeah. him the new owner. Yeah. He ended up sharing our podcast. Yeah. Uh, on his Facebook page and used us like we were a source of, a credible source to disprove <laughs> <this> <laughs> Hey, Jonah we Clark, are a credible apparently. source. <laughs> we're the most credible <laughs> Which source there funny. is. But uh Yeah, they're cringy. I, was, I, mean.
2: I I was just surprised it took off as as fast as it did. Like
0: I didn't. Like yeah, it did.
2: Documentary. on Joe Exotic comes out and everybody's watching it and talking about
1: it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it did blow up quick.
1: Well, I mean, you know, the the news story. I, I would assume it went national, but it is much bigger here. Uh, the whole murder for hire thing. Yeah. I kind of got the notoriety going last year, building up into the documentary. This yeah. Year, well, he ran for he ran for governor. Yeah, and well, I'm president.
0: Well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, really, the governor is kind of what opened people's eyes. Yeah, Cause so hand. he
1: had a name, kind of going into it, just locally. But yeah, yeah, I didn't think it would be. I I thought I thought it'd be a big deal for us locally. I didn't think it would be well, I didn't think like it a whole, huge national I, phenomenon. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's beating Ozark right now. And it's, Ozark was,
1: well, it's been out for what? Five, six weeks now. Yeah.
0: Ozark is primo, man. Oz- Ozark is great. Is there's a, there's,
1: there's ridiculous. some great stuff on Netflix right now. And Tiger King is just smashing it.
0: All American is good. Yeah. yeah it's beating that. Um, the movies aren't that great. Yeah. That that Mark Wahlberg movie was terrible. Oh,
1: Spencer uh Confidential yeah. was terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. There's a Chris Hemsworth movie coming out that looks promising. Extraction.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Like what's it, that what's that one about the, the certain levels where like basically if you're at the bottom level you're taking the scraps from the people on top of the oh, level?
1: Oh um, platform.
0: Yeah, is that any good?
1: I started it and I kinda lost interest in it.
0: Yeah. I quit watching Happy. That got a little boring, kind of mundane. I'm watching Breaking Bad again.
1: Yeah, I started Community again. If you haven't seen Community, in my opinion, Community is one of the best written sitcoms that there was, at least for the first three seasons until Dan Harmon left. That's the guy who writes and created uh, Rick and Morty. All right. Yeah, which if you if you get like the intelligent humor of Rick and Morty, then you you'll love Community. Yeah, I
0: thought Community was great. Yeah, I mean Chevy Chase is good. Uh. A lot of, I mean, Joe McHale's obviously good, but you know, Donald Glover's in it.
1: Uh, Allison Brie, I think is her name.
0: Yeah, Ken, uh, Ken Jong. Yeah. Uh, was was that before or after Hangover?
1: That was after. I think it was just after the first one. Yeah. But the, yeah, the cast the cast is great. The writing in it is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and then, it, it, like I said, it goes downhill. I think after season three, because I think that's when Dan Harmon exited the show. Quit writing for it. Yeah,
0: I mean it's hard to take a show. I mean The Office went down after, I mean season three. Uh, yeah, roughly. Um, personally, I think. Uh, I mean Breaking Bad's only five seasons. Technically, it's only four because they broke uh, one season in half. Yeah. Uh, but I think I don't know. I kind of think, and then El Camino kind of cleared things up. So.
1: Yeah, which El Camino was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you watch Breaking Bad, then you like Del Camino, and and I'm watching Breaking Bad so I can get into Better Call Saul. Yeah, Let's see how that goes. But anyway, never
2: watched Breaking
0: Bad. Ne- neither have I. <laughs> yeah. Why? I why just not?
2: I, I take it back. I watched I watch two or three episodes, and
1: I have a hard time getting into shows where the protagonist is the bad guy. I I don't know why. Like I hated the Shield, and I forced myself to watch the Shield. Whenever I was in Iraq I watched like The Shield, I watched Oz, and it seemed like there was one other show where it's pretty much following a bad guy and I just got tired of it cuz it's no, always that's, it's, it's it's the exact same tropes in
0: all of them. It's the genius behind it though is if you watch it from beginning to end, your view of all the characters changes. Every time, yeah. Like you at the beginning, you feel bad for Walter White, yeah. And then, and then you sink in and you hate him. You know, he's a terrible dude. And then you come back, like, all right, well, I'm starting to get back on his side, and and uh, and then at the end, you kind of you kind of find yourself where you should be. And that's with everybody, though. Yeah. Like at one point during the entire see during the entire series, like I like people and I don't like them. Yeah, every one of them, because their storylines just move so fluently. It's great.
1: Yeah, I keep. I tried it. I try to get back into it. I couldn't.
0: I mean, it, it. It. You do have to kind of get through the first. If you ha- get through the first two seasons, then when you get to the end, I mean, it just gets so intense, in, in the last two seasons, man, that. Uh, I need.
2: I needed to catch my attention after episode one or two.
1: Yeah, wow. season one has to be Wait, phenomenal this. to to keep me on board. Which normally means that season thought, two is uh, going to be a letdown. Like season one of Westworld is amazing. Season two of Westworld is trash, but now season three has been pretty great so far. Yeah. So. Yeah,
2: I, thought, I thought Ozark was going to be the same. I didn't think I was going to get into it, but now I'm
1: hooked. Yeah, I, I need to get into season three.
0: Yeah. That well, Ozark's yeah. like Breaking Bad. Once you get, like, you, they do, they have, they have to lay the foundation yeah. to do everything they do at the end. Yeah. And you just have to endure it. But it's good writing, man. Bateman's a great actor, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's made me a big fan of Jason Bateman.
1: Yeah, I wasn't super impressed with his directing skills, though. He he directed The Outsider on HBO, which uh, it's a Stephen King novel. And I read that uh, like a year and a half ago. So I got super pumped whenever they announced that he was going to be directing it. And uh, it was terrible. Absolutely awful. Like, it was just the slowest, most boring thing. Like, it ha- it shows promise for, like, the first two, maybe three episodes, and then it's just, like, it's all filler because the they kind of, they rushed the first three episodes, like, halfway through the book and had to make up a bunch of stuff to make it last for nine or ten episodes. Yeah. So, it was a letdown. I was super disappointed in it.
0: God, we passed the spoiler. For what? For Ozart. no, 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 no. no. We're not past the spoiler no, phase.
1: No, not when something's a series like that. How many episodes is it? Nine or ten?
0: Ten. It's been out for like. Yeah. It's been out for less four than four weeks.
1: Yeah, I'd say two months to get through ten two. episodes. Well, that was two. two I'm just two. making up rules because I haven't
0: seen it yet, Josh. It's quarantine, man. <laughs> I haven't seen it
1: yet. I've been watching The Tiger King over and over know, again.
0: I'm just saying we're in quarantine. I've like, literally
1: watched that documentary like five times now. Like
0: spoilers should be like moved up, <laughs> and should be expedited in the quarantine Some it, zone.
1: I'm essential, man. I still got to go to work.
0: Same here, but still. Anyway, is that an hour?
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean, you've got the counter over there. Let's oh, do let, I? let's say it is. <laughs> I have to go to work. Where is it? It's right down there. It's fifty minutes. We're going like fifty.